Are you tired of the same old pro wrestling? Then check out the amazing action on Powerslam.tv, the biggest indie pro wrestling channel in the world. Get over 4,000 hours of the best pro wrestling events from over 110 of the biggest names in the industry from over 15 countries around the globe. Get your free trial today at Powerslam.tv. The following is brought to you by the Social Suplex Podcast Network. Episode 29 of Social Suplexes Podcast about AEW with a proclivity for positivity. Welcome to All Things Elite. I am your host, Floyd Johnson, and with me today is my friend Daniel Rube. How you doing today, Dan? I'm doing fucking brilliant. I don't know why you haven't brought me back on this podcast. Oh, wait, I remember. I can't pay my cable bills, but I will tell you this. Everybody loves whenever I bring it on this fucking podcast, all right? I bring in the numbers, the listeners, everything. It's such a great fucking thing to be back here with ATE. How are you doing, Floyd? I'm doing well. So, for you, uh, Dan was on some of the er- uh, was on one of the earlier episodes of All Things Elite. Uh, just to let you know, he was with me at All In, with me at Double or Nothing, and with me at All Out. So he is very engrossed in the Elite Universe. So I, I asked him to, uh, Amy and Tiffany weren't available this week, so I asked him to join me and talk a little uh, AEW uh, wrestling, and it just should be fun. Uh, before we start, I just want to remind you that this episode of All Things Elite is brought to you by Power Slam TV. Power Slam TV, where you get access to over 4,000 hours of content from over 110 of your favorite wrestling brands from countries all around the globe onto your laptop and mobile devices. If you use the code Social Suplex, you get the first month free. So, also, uh, stuff I never remember to do, just like to remind you to go to your podcast app. Whether it's Spreaker, Spreaker, Podbean, iTunes, uh, Android, and follow the Social Suplex because that's where you listen to this show. Uh, so definitely make sure you follow Social Suplex. Leave leave comments, five stars, all that stuff because we just want to make sure you can listen to us every week. Hey Floyd, I gotta tell you something. 
I just got a fire stick and I saw all of those like things on my fire stick. And you say you have like like a code that you can put in to get a free month for yep. free? Yes, social suplex is the code. It's oh my god. <laughs> it is the podcast network that you should be listening to. So, uh big news of the week, AEW's weekly show starting on October 2nd, emanating from D.C., is going to be called Dynamite. Like, I have it on the show's notes as Wednesday Night Dynamite because that's what a lot of people are calling it. But from what I understand, it's only going to be called AEW's Dynamite. What do you think of the name, sir? Well, um, you know, my my brother, he said, you know, like, I don't like it. And I, I like it for... Uh, for rhyming because I really appreciate awesome alliteration actually you know uh, Dynamite what the hell else are you going to name a wrestling show I mean come on Raw is pretty much a terrible name Smackdown is just you know they came up with that you know from The Rock it, it's, I mean, it's, it's, it's actually impossible to name a Wrestling show. I like it. Yeah, SmackDown is probably the most aptly named wrestling show because it's at least describing something that's going to happen on the show. They're SmackDowning everyone, I guess. <laughs> yes. And then, uh, but yeah, like NXT hasn't, their weekly show doesn't have a name. It's just called NXT. So, I, And that's why I love it. Yeah. I love it. I would have been okay with AEW just being all AEW, just being AEW. Uh, you're turning into AEW, all elite wrestling every Wednesday night. But Dynamite sounds great. It's been the name that I've heard since pretty much I heard this name before we knew AEW was a company. Like last oh. November Ooh. is when they Ooh. reserved it. I mean, well, I mean, here here's the thing. It's like... Do we really need, like, a name for a wrestling show? If people are going to watch a wrestling show, then it's like AEW, Dynamite, or whatever. You know, people are going to watch if they're going to watch. And yeah. let's, talk, let's talk about TNT and their programming. The mm -hmm. so, fuck do they have for programming whenever the NBA is not happening. They don't. Yeah. I, I truly believe AEW is going to be their most popular product other than NBA. Absolutely. I do not think they need to have a name. You know, Dynamite is their name. I do not think they have to have a name. But, hey, they got one. It's branding. It's fucking brilliant. It's yeah. fine. Yeah, and I and and another thought I had earlier today, and I just remembered it. It does put it on a level with Raw and SmackDown. Like NXT is the developmental territory, and it doesn't have a name. It's NXT. It's less than Raw or SmackDown. Uh, Dynamite wants to be on the Raw or SmackDown level. It wants to be the flag. It's the flagship show for AEW. So the flagship show should have a name dynamite it puts it on that level whether 
whether a lot of people think about it or not, it's just you're going to be like, okay, well, I'm watching Monday Night Raw. I'm watching Friday Night SmackDown. And then I'm watching Wednesday Night Dynamite. Or you can be like, I'm just watching NXT, which, again, because it's, you know, WWE has set the standard, having a name is the standard now. Yeah, and, and they have set that standard. I mean, I, I just, I, I, I'm worried that uh, people will see, you know, the name like, you know, Wednesday Night Dynamite or Wednesday Dynamite, and it's just like, the fuck does that mean, honestly? I wish they had, like, had something, you know, that that really, like, pushes forth the name of their brand or something like that to make this different. Yeah, yeah. Dynamite, it, it, dynamite is kind of a lame word. I I don't know. I like I like it, but I hate it. Does that make sense? Yeah. I yeah. want this company to succeed in the biggest way, and I know that they're going to succeed despite my dumbass fucking provocations. However, like. Eh. Are, can can you imagine, Floyd? Mm-hmm. Can you imagine we're just two kids on you know the recess block, just saying like, "Hey, gonna watch Dynamite?" Yeah, I mean, I even Does say that work? Yeah, no, it's like it's kind of like like at one point it felt like Dynamite was like. Man, that was super explosive. Like in the eighties, if there was a TV show called Dynamite, when I was like six or seven, I'm like, God, I'm watching that show because it's called Dynamite. But it's like now we know, and and and, and people are gonna say I'm going too far, a little weird. But now that you know that there's like more powerful explosives like C4 and things like that, it's like <laughs> Dynamite is just kind of like eh, Dynamite. But I'm not. I don't have a problem with the name. I'm. It's my name. I accepted the name six months before they announced it was the name. So it's not like I haven't accepted the name, or I think it would, or I think a million more people would tune in if it was named something else. It's just for me. I probably would have just went with AEW. I'm. I'm kind of. You know. I'm kind of normal that way. I was just kind of. You know. Weirdly, I would have just went with AEW. I. I. Um, I, I would have gone with something called like AEW now, yeah, or or something like. Oh, what would you have named the weekly show? AEW Napalm. That's that's better than Napalm. God damn, pal. That's that's better than Dynamite, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. In a very horrible way. <laughs> I'm just saying, it's all of the the explosion. But they could win me over immediately if on the first night of the show they say, welcome to AEW, and then they have Jimmy J.J. Walker jumps out there and say, Dynamite! Oh, fucking hell. Have you seen what Luchasaurus (laughs) is having problems with? We're going to get to that, yeah? Yeah, yeah, definitely. So uh yeah uh but that was like I, I that was my first it's thing It's a great transition. Yeah, it was my first thing I thought it it's all all in this uh dynamite uh family of discussion. I had the luchasaurus thing 
out there. Uh, first, uh, you know, we have to skip over the graphic. I had them in the wrong order. Co- uh, Cody sent out a tweet that said, just field, te- uh, field testing this with you all. Everyone knows my love for mascots. Would you be interested in a dinosaur mascot who carries around novelty dynamite and throws out free T-shirts? I call him Dino Mite. Like D-I-N-O dash Mite. So the results of (laughs) the results were uh, wildly hell yeah yes, and then there was this one option that Cody shouldn't be a boss. That was that got a surprisingly high number of votes. Cody shouldn't Uh, shouldn't be a boss. You're saying surprise? Are you really surprised, boy? Yes. Come on, we, like we were at Starcast three, we were at like Cody's thing where he talked about is like how he should not be in charge of belts, and then the AEW title, you know, got lost. <laughs> he talked about this. Yes, and then right. yeah. Cody should not be in charge of these things. You have to agree with me at this point. I love Cody. But you have to agree. Oh yeah, uh, certain <laughs> things. There are certain things. You know, he's one of those persons. He's an idea guy, and he needs to need somebody to kind of rein him in. Uh, the final results were: uh, hell yeah, thirty four percent. Yes, twenty two percent. Should this should speak to how over Cody is more than how good this idea was? Uh, our friend Tiffany even offered to wear the costume. Uh, our, our, my co-host Tiffany. Sweet, sweet Tiffany. Yeah, she offered to uh, she offered to wear the costume, which of course I laughed. Uh, we only got fourteen percent no, and then thirty percent with the extreme. Cody shouldn't be a boss. Now, just to tell you, that poll got forty thousand six hundred and sixty-eight votes. I think he only ran it for twenty-four hours, so that's crazy, uh, crazy amount. But uh, yeah, it looks like. What if you take hell yeah and yes put it together? It was a fifty six percent to forty four percent. So everybody's all for the mascot. So we, I, you know, he's going to take that poll to Tony and be like, "This is what the people want. It's what, what? the people want." What? But there's one person that had a problem with it. A reply from Luchasaurus, Cody dot dot dot. We need to talk. Absolutely. I mean, Luchasaurus is probably the most over person going into Tuesday's show or, you know, whenever the show premieres. Yep. 12 days from today or 12 days today from recording because yep. we're recording on Friday. This show will be released Saturday. Um, also, I got to tell you, I mean, if Cody is stepping down, you know, let's talk about being the elite. I mean, it seems like a couple of people are sitting at Cody's desk. MJF, Tony Schiavone, Floyd, please tell me. Yes, yes. Uh, on this uh, episode, uh, uh, MJF is sitting at the desk. And he has his uh, three name tags because he's MGF and he's fancy. He's a uh, junior executive vice president was one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cody's best friend was mm-hmm. the other. I forgot what the third one was. 
Oh, he's, he's, he's brilliant. Who cares? Yes. He's salt of the earth, dummy. Yes. So he did announce that tickets would go on sale September 20th, which is while we're recording for uh, the show AEW Dynamite uh, on November the 20th in Indiana at the uh, Indiana Farmers Coliseum. So those tickets went on sale. Our, uh, our friend Tyler Ballman will be in the building uh, mm-hmm. for that show, of course. Uh, of course he'll be there. Yes. He's got nothing else to do. Yes. <laughs> no, it, it's, it's funny because I was bringing this up. I'm like, you know, love everything about this whole thing. But, like, me as a person that does travel to a lot of these things, the Wednesday, it being on Wednesday night is going to severely limit the distance I can travel and get back to work. You know what I mean? Otherwise, I would have to end up taking two days off. Like, for the f- October 2nd show, I'm literally flying in on Wednesday and then flying out Thursday morning, and I'm still going to work Thursday evening. So I'm just going to be really, really tired. But like, let's just say it's in somewhere like... Des Moines, Iowa, because we drove through there. Just to say, oh, it's, yeah. Oh, so they couldn't get Davenport? <laughs> really? Davenport. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Davenport is where the people are, sir. Uh, I will tell anyone, if you ever drive through Iowa, there's nothing to see. Nothing out. Uh, that is no disrespect for anybody from Iowa, because you all know I'm telling the truth. So, And, uh, and to add on that... <laughs> It looks exactly like Oklahoma. Yes, and Kansas. <laughs> I couldn't tell the difference between any of them because it was just nothing. But we nope. were driving at night, but it was just like there was nothing to look at. So, um, but yeah, so let's see. BTE, more on BTE. Uh, mm. Tony Schiavone comes in and asks MJF, does he know, does Cody know he's sitting there? And uh, he says, of course he did. He told me he loves me and the seat's mine. He's like, I'll just call Cody. He's like, don't call Cody. And then he left. Tony sits out, uh, sits down, puts the three nameplates from MJF out, and then takes his one nameplate, puts it up there, and it says head slap dick. Now, out of the drawer. Yes. It's there in Cody's drawer in yes. his desk. So got a question what's a slap dick i know let's ask jeff jarrett <laughs> i mean i know see i mean we, sl- we saw him a lot at starcast one i mean come on <laughs> what so, you got <laughs> so now question his was slap nuts so is slap dick an upgrade or a downgrade from slap nuts i i think it's I think it's really right in the middle there. <laughs> Wait, you're going to be slapping your own fucking nut or dick. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Come on, man. <laughs> fucking hell. So Frank, Frankie finally, a uh, long, a long uh, continued uh, story. Frankly, finally finished his case of the Snickers. Uh, but the story, he finished it off camera, and he said he will never tell it again. So that actually closed the story loop. We'll never hear what happened that time Frankie K had a case of the Snickers. But then we had what I felt was a part to kind of drug along to me 
Uh, and, was... and and this is the part I have not seen. So Floyd, <laughs> if you're telling me this, this is new for me. Yes, a kind of drug. A, each of them, each of member of SCU, they had a serious discussion about which two members would be in the tag team tournament, AEW tag team tournament. Well, of course, uh, I think they started with Daniels, and he's like, we should go youth. I love that name. He's like, we should go youth, so we should go with Scorpio and Kazarian. Then Scorpio said, well, you know, we should go with uh, Kazarian and Daniels because they've won tag team titles in different companies. And then, of course, Kazarian said that they should go with Daniels and Scorpio because no one's ever seen them. So all of them were trying to put the other two over, and they kept saying, so when do we have to decide? And he was like, well, I'm guessing by the first. So that's a big thing. Uh, when you look at the tag team tournament, which we'll talk about in a while, it just says SCU. It, it shows two of them, but I don't know if they've decided on two yet. Uh, but yeah, this segment just to me stretched too long. I, you know, I, I got the gist that they were all trying to put each other over. I just felt like it could have been done quicker. But if that's my biggest complaint, what you know, that's not much of a complaint at all. Uh, that's me uh, picking all the nits. So um, then, Young Bucks announced a free signing. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa! What? Do I not get to talk about the SEU segment? Which two do you think it should be, sir? I'm sorry. I'm well, sorry. it doesn't fucking matter because I agree. How fucking boring is SEU at this point? I mean, honestly. They're just there to get a couple wins and then put other people over, in my opinion. Do you disagree, Floyd? I do not think they are boring. I think... Well, they're not boring. But yeah. Just, yeah. They're there to do their gimmick. And it's like, all right, we get it. This is the worst Skype I have ever been in. Yeah. You know, I can say that shit all fucking day. Whatever. Yeah, they are very like, much. Yeah. They are very much the new age outlaws, of or even the Enzo and Cass of AEW. When you, when you need no, what I mean is when you need to pop the crowd, you need to get the crowd in a great mood. And I'm only yeah. talking about performance. I'm not talking about outside of the ring when I'm talking about yeah. this. When you need to pop the crowd, you bring SCU out. They get the the crowd going. I can even I, see. I using, agree. I can even see using them. Like if you're doing TV and you have like a particularly long segment or match, and you don't have a way to kind of come back from it, have SCU coming out there, have a ten minute match just so they can do the intro wake the crowd back up. So they do serve a purpose, but they do have enough legitimate wrestling street cred that let's just say one of the uh, tag teams are in it and they suffer an injury and you just kind of need an emergency put a tag team over, SCU's always going to be there in that spot because they are fan favorites. Hey, Floyd, I'm going to drop this on you real quick, all right? All right. Think about this. SEU, uh-huh. New Day, uh-huh. Briscoes, uh-huh. who wins? Okay. 
if I'm booking it, I'm going with the New Day. Really? Yeah. Just because I'm booking it, I'm guessing they're going to either be my champions or they're just somebody. They're one of those people that you can put in. I don't. I don't want these on AEW, but a ten to fifteen minute segment, and they can be vastly entertaining without actually wrestling. And that's one I think that's so strong about the New Day is that they don't need to wrestle to entertain. So if I'm booking it, I'm probably putting the New Day over, even though I do love the Briscoes and I love the SCU. Honestly, it's like... I'm telling you, Floyd, you have the pencil. You have the book. Yeah. Yeah, So you're putting New Day over right there, and then how do you book that fantasy booking? How do I book that fantasy booking? In that scenario... I would probably have Big E pin, uh, Big E pin, uh, CD Christopher Daniels. I mean, he he's down to take a take yeah. a pin, look yeah. at the lights. I mean, that's why I did in my fucking career. Also, ATE listeners, if you didn't know, I was a fucking worker. Fucking <laughs> hell, can't tell you how many lights I've. Fucking stared at. <laughs> and tell you how much blood I felt on my face. <clears throat> I sold it out. No, 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 he did. Yeah, I guess you did sell it out. Yeah, All right. The All right. Fucking, okay, see. <laughs> yes. Now, Every fucking match. Well, <laughs> the Young Bucks do announce a free agent, uh, free signing at Cracker Barrel in Victorville, California. Uh, Matt Matt said he was telling Nick at the time that it was free. He didn't know they're actually giving away books at that signing. And then I, I think the most significant thing from this uh, episode, uh, Matt and Nick go into the house with old uh, Brandon Cutler, who has been now named two contract Cutler. And they get a tour of the house, and they tell uh, Brandon that they're tired of him getting bullied by Sammy G and MJF. And, you know, he is two contract Cutler. He's been handling the BTE stuff, but they need him to now wrestle. He's like, you're a wrestler, right? And they pump him up, and they say, well, we got some news for you. Uh, Are you busy October 2nd? And they announce that Brandon Cutler We'll be facing MJF Maxwell Jacob Friedman live from Washington, D.C. in a one-on-one match. Uh, this uh, was very interesting because it led to some different reactions through the week. We even got a reply from Joe Mangiello. Um, but uh, we're going to get back to that. Actually, yeah, let's do, that's going to be on the uh, Road 2 recap. But uh, just a little bit of that there. Uh, so when when you're in D.C., we got these matches announced. We got the Elite versus Chris Jericho and two mystery partners. We well, de- I'll hold on, Floyd. Yeah. Let's talk about this Brandon Cutler match. Two contract Cutler, sir. All right. So Brandon Cutler can win what if he beats who? He is not actually winning anything. I mean, he's going to win the match. Which will make him one and zero, and since wins and losses matter in AEW, that would probably, you know, move him up to get a bigger match. 
But uh, MJF. All right. All right. All right. All right, that that's brilliant. Um, can you tell me, is Brandon Cutler Jay Cutler's son or twin brother? I believe neither. And what? Yes. What? They, come, come the fuck on, Floyd. I respect you as a wrestling journalist, as a wrestling podcaster, and everything like that. How the fuck have you not? gotten fucking Cutler to just change his gimmick kayfabe name. He He's a jabron. Well, I don't think saying, claiming a relationship with Jay Cutler would actually increase your marketability as in Jay Cutler was the jaggiest of all jaggy quarterbacks ever. Jag. Jag. He's the shittiest of bear quarterbacks. Come on, man. He was he he was he, he was average. He was he, he had an above average that, arm, that's... but average talent. <laughs> you know, he's Come like, the fuck on, man. Uh, in, in my personal opinion, in my personal opinion, doesn't mean shit. I've taken these bumps in the ring and everything like that, but I've never considered myself a professional wrestler except whenever I won my title. In my indie. So this guy, Brendan Cutler, I've watched him work. Change the fucking name. All right? Change the last name. Figure out K-Fabe it. I don't give a shit. Just figure out some last name besides Cutler. Because all the wrestling fans play... uh, All the wrestling fans, they fucking play a lot of fantasy football and... Fucking hell. Nobody wants a cutler. Get something good, mate. You're yeah. better than this. He is. Brandon Cutler, I think, has the ability to be the every guy. I think he definitely has a a push in him if they want to do it. Because even though he does, I'm like, I mean, he put up a picture of him after he works out. He doesn't look like every guy, but the fact that he plays Dungeons and Dragons and, you know, he's big into the cosplay in the the nerd world, he definitely has, he definitely has an appeal to people to show that people that do those things can be tough also. So I think he has a, uh, you know, it might not be a championship push or anything like that, but I think he could get some good wins under him and, you know, get a hope spot kind of thing. Uh, a mid-range title, but it's got to have to have something. Unless the crowd gets behind him like the crowd has gotten behind Luchasaurus, I don't see much for Brendan Cutler. Yeah, I, I mean... He is one of those people that I think uh, uh, he's one of those people that I think that the fans will get behind, and he'll be one of those people, almost like Zack Ryder, I, you know, where he can, yeah. uh, you know, when he wins, it's going to be a big freaking deal, and he's going to be a person that can take losses and it not really hurt how I mean, people see him. Well, if we're talking about Zack Ryder, they Vince acts absolutely buried the fuck out of him. And um, and, and I, that's the thing that I don't think will happen in AEW. I think if you get yeah. over in other ways, they're going to take advantage of it. They're not going to bury you because you didn't get over yeah. the way they wanted you to get over. And I think the biggest I think the biggest 
uh, idea of that, the biggest example of that right now is Luchasaurus, who as no one expected him to get over on the uh, level that he has gotten over. Uh, yeah. And he has, and they're just doing it, and they're booking him strong. If you look in his matches, he does not take a lot of offense. So they're, they are booking him to what he is being, how he has gotten over on his own. Well, I mean, Luchasaurus, he's taken offense for 65 million years. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, my God. He knows what's coming, you know. <laughs> he's literally a dinosaur. <laughs> literally a dinosaur. Yeah. <laughs> no, uh, but uh, yeah, so that was the end of that episode. Uh, we did have a, we, we did have some things happen. Maxwell Jacob Freeman. MJF, he put a picture of him looking all yoked where he's taking a mirror selfie and he says, I don't play Dungeons and Dragons. And then we got two replies. One, of course, we got Brandon Cutler looking even more jacked. And then he says, I do play Dungeons and Dragons. Then we got a reply from well-known Dungeons and Dragons enthusiast and actor Joe Mangiello with a cover of him on the front of Mark Muscle and Fitness saying, I do, with three dots. Maxwell Jacob Friedman replied to him, check yourself before you wreck yourself, Joey. That was just hilarious to me because MJF is fearless. Well, uh, can we talk about MJF real quick? And how great talk he is? about StarCast 3. Yeah. 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 MJF called me a virgin from the stage. And, you know, he's not correct, but really, I don't fuck well. So, (laughs) (laughs) so I'm not totally mad on him, but I will say this. At StarCast 3, which, by the way, Floyd, I'm really upset still that you did not mention me in the coming back from, you know, all out StarCast 3 show. All right. You talked about everybody except me. Well, MJF accidentally got me a free AEW shirt. All right. There was this thing, the, the carnival where you hit a mallet and you try and hit a hit a fucking thing up there. Yes. It's the, bell it's the like test that. of strength. <laughs> MJF was walking through somebody, you know, said, uh, uh, it's like, I'll oh, screw this fucking asshole. He, he fucking took off his jacket, threw it in the face of somebody, just barely hit it, and he walked the hell out of that bell. And then he walked the hell off after saying, where's the dipshit that hit that bell? That wasn't me. It wasn't me. <laughs> But I did ask the people that are working at Starcast, hey, so MJF isn't going to take his shirt, which he shouldn't take his shirt. He wears great clothes. But I got his free AEW shirt. So suck it, motherfuckers. So MJF won you a shirt is what you're saying. Yep. And I tweeted it to him. He did not respond because he has better things to do. Yes, yes, because, you know. He is salt of the earth. He would probably charge you. He'd be like, dude, you owe me 30 bucks for that shirt if he knew that you did that. 
Well, joke's on him. I only have about 17 cents in my bank account, so boom. I go fuck him. Ah. <laughs> boom. No, but uh, MJF got some uh, got some eyes on the AEW community with that uh, uh, post, which was all always good, always eyes. All that will always be good. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, let's see what I was gonna do. I don't want to go to row two yet. I mean, what well, like those are the kind of moments that you can only experience whenever you go to Starcast. And StarCast 4 is happening in Baltimore. Isn't that right, Floyd? Yes, and Floyd, me, that's the guy that yep. you're listening to right now. He will be at StarCast 3 in Baltimore uh, with all four. Of, or four all of <laughs> Yeah, because it's actually, I, see, I saw the symbol and how they did it with the four. I was like, oh, this is going to be all about the horsemen. There's going to be some four horsemen panel. Hey, you're going to get a four horseman picture. I just see it happening. Hopefully the roast of Ric Flair can happen then happen there. I don't know how that's going to work out, but I am really looking forward to Starcast 4. But the big one of the big things that came out this week is the talk of the war, the Wednesday night war. Now, you've had a lot of people say their opinions whether mm-hmm. it's a war or not, and I am mm-hmm. I am going to say this. While I support all wrestling, and I want everyone to watch whatever they want to watch, I am not going to hold it against you if you choose to watch anything else. But when it comes to Wednesday nights at 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 Central, on my screen, it will be AEW, and exclusively AEW. Now, Will I watch NXT after AEW goes off? Probably. Maybe even the next day. But on Wednesday nights, 8 p.m. Eastern, on TNT, my TV, my screen, will be on AEW Dynamite. So that is what I suggest all of you do. Because while... There is WWE Raw and WWE SmackDown. And the WWE has their flagship shows. And they're going to make their money, 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 money. $300 million or something like that. Millions of dollars. Millions of dollars. Millions of dollars. A billion dollars over five years at least. I missed that. (laughs) You know who needs your eyes on their TV? AEW. You know what flagship show comes on Wednesday nights? AEW's flagship show. So I'm just saying that's that's where I would say my screen would be. Now, Mr. Kenny Omega, which I sent Dan the article on this, has another reason uh, that you should be watching it. As he says, AEW's show will feature real stars, not developmental talent. Now, this has caused a ruckus on the Twitter sphere as people like well when Seth Rollins said WWE was the best everybody got angry but when Kenny Omega says NXT's the best uh NXT is the best or NXT is worse than AEW then everybody's like yay Kenny Omega sticking up for his well, group well, well hold on point said it's not worse it's developmental. That it's developmental. Which is the same kind of way where, like, your boy Cody 
called Sean Spears a good hand. Yes. Difference being, again, and, and like I said, my side is uh, I want the war. I want all the smoke. So I want Kenny to go after NXT, WWE, and then I want them to come right back because I love drama. So don't get me wrong. But in this statement, you have to look at it as this. He called NXT developmental. I got a question, Dan. And what does WWE call NXT? Well, first off, I have to uh, bring this up. I don't know if you saw this or anything like that, but... uh. Uh, Donovan Djokovic. Yes. Jo- yeah. Yeah. Djokovic. Yeah. The fucking. Te- yeah. Uh, he motherfucked Kenny Omega because his match versus Keith Lee got match of the year over Kenny Omega in his Bola match. And he called Kenny, o, Kenny Omega out for that shit. Yeah. So I'm really excited to see Keith Lee and the Djokovic. I'm, I'm just going to call him that. Just call I him. Really like just call Fuck him. me, right? Why don't you just call him Donovan? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, well, fuck it. I'll call him that. I don't give a shit. I'm going to call him the best match of the year after fucking Wednesday. How about that? Yes. You know, I'm really excited to see that shit. Yeah. And, yeah. and, you know, people are talking about, like, is Kenny going full heel after, you know, John Moxley, you know, he, he couldn't make all up. So... Kenny is saying a lot of hardcore, you know, heelish shit. Like it, it's a it's a heel turn, I guess. If you want to fucking get into that fucking cape bullshit or whatever, all I care about is that Wednesday night. I have so much shit to look forward to, and I'm gonna be watching that match on NXT. Are we going to talk about NXT, you know, last night? Or, uh, well, I guess it was on last night and Wednesday night. I wasn't because this is uh, all things elite show and they are the and they are the enemy. But they did I, bring I in one about, point two million. I just want million. to talk about how it was a statement and how everything has been a statement since, you know, all elite has become a thing. WWE is on their heels. I expect great fucking wrestling every goddamn Wednesday. Yeah. Oh, they got uh, NXT got 1.2 million viewers. Mm-hmm. And they actually decided their new number one contender, which is Candice LeRae. And she's mm-hmm. going to fight. Uh, she's going to wrestle uh, Shayna Baszler. And this was completely intentional. Uh, she's going to be wrestling Shayna Baszler. On October 2nd, the first day they go head-to-head with AEW. So on those nights, you're going to have the women's champion decided in AEW and then the women's title match on uh, on uh, USA. So that's some damn counter-programming, if you ever ask me. Uh, but- it, it, exactly. And you can hear about this on Floyd's other podcast, Around the Ring, 
which drops on Sunday. Damn straight. <laughs> yes. So, uh, but yeah. So I'm not gonna get like I said. I'm not gonna get too much into NXT. But it's funny that anyone would ever say that the WWE is not counter programming in it, uh, counter programming with NXT counter programming AEW. It's cute. Uh, but yeah, they got 1.2 million viewers. That's a great number on a Wednesday night. Uh, I, from what I understand, a lot of analytics that 1.2 could stay. It'll probably go down a little, but they don't think. There's a lot of crossover between AEW viewers and WWE viewers, so it'll just be a different million or whatever signing in or signing to watch AEW. I like I said, I it's a war, it's a war. Pick a side, don't pick a side. You can choose to be Switzerland. I'm not gonna hate on you. You know what side I'm on. This is straight AEW Wednesday nights. Straight TNT. I even said I'm. I've even made my schedule, where my schedule will include NXT on Thursday. So yeah, I'll watch it. I'll watch it a late, late, which is cool because they have the WWE Network and they're already getting my 9.99. So we're all good there. And, and also, I mean, I mean, we just win. We're basically Cesaro in Switzerland. It's just like, all right, whatever. You know, we're we're neutral. It's like we can pick sides if we want, but why does there have to be sides? Yeah. We, the fans, the people that are listening to this podcast right now, we are all winners as fans of wrestling. Absolutely. And and that's what I've been saying for the entirety of this show. We're all winners. I am going to be entertained. I now give four weekly high production two-hour shows from three from WWE, one from AEW. And I get five if I decide to start keeping up with Impact again, which will now be on Access TV. So Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, well, I don't think Tuesday, Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, I will be able to get to watch live wrestling. This is never, This I don't think there's a time in my life where I've gotten this much live wrestling per week. Damn straight. Yeah, so I am going to take it. I am going to the, hug like wrestling, it. With, wrestling without a v, uh, VCR yes. involved. Yes. <laughs> yes, I remember uh, Tuesdays were the shittiest days ever when I was in high school because I would watch WW. I would watch the first hour of Nitro. Then I would switch over and watch Raw for two hours. Then I would stay up and watch the replay of Nitro until it was over. So I would go to bed at 1, and then I had to get up at 6 to go to school. And that first hour should have been called nap time because I never made it through first hour mm-hmm. awake. I, I was watching wrestling, and that was the great, yeah. greatest time of my life because I always had something to look forward to. So uh, I will say that, I mean, enjoy this time. It won't last forever. You know, one's going to eventually win. Uh, I did run a poll. I say, let's fast forward two weeks. This was from Wednesday. It's 8 p.m. Eastern time in America. What channel is your TV on? And the choices were TNT, USA, or dual screen setup. Now, as I am a All Things Elite podcast Twitter page, yep. I was not. I, I'm not surprised that the votes went 83% TNT, 8% USA, 
8% dual screen setup, which like, hey, you know what? If I was at home, I work on Wednesday nights, but if I was at home and I was off that night, do you know, it would seriously, my TV would be on TNT and then I would be streaming USA because, you know, through my cable package on my computer and I would be watching both at the same time. There's no way. Yeah, there's no way I wouldn't be. And it's like, and I, and you know, whichever one was having the best programming at that time would get my 100% focus. That's what I would do because I'm a wrestling junkie, you know? Yeah, I'm straight. Yeah, it's like, man, inject me with all this good wrestling. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, yeah, no snorting, no smoking. I'm injecting it right into the vein. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I love right now. Yeah. <laughs> I was like no, no no don't slow me down now we're going to go into the road to uh, road to TNT recap really the only big news that came out of the road to it started off with MJF laughing at the fact that he had to wrestle Brandon Cutler on the second he just like he kind of puts him over says he's a good person but he's going to beat him up anyway. And that was kind of funny. But the big thing was the release of the tag team tournament bracket. One of our listener questions actually covers this. So we're going to talk about it all the all at the same time. I'm going to break down the bracket. On the left mm-hmm. side, you have mm-hmm. Young Bucks and Private Party. And they're going to be in the first round. And they will face the winner of Lucha Bros and Jurassic Express, a.k.a. Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus. On the right side, you'll have the Best Friends versus SCU. And the winner of that will face the team with the bye, the Dark Order. So they only went with seven teams in the tournament, which to me makes it a little bit more exclusive. Jack Evans and Angelico weren't too happy about that. ALAX replied, like, what about us? So, what do you think of the makeup of this tournament so far, Dan? All right, so, um, what was that first round you said uh, Lucha Brothers versus who? Jurassic Express, which is Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus. All right. I, I, I don't know how to feel about that. I mean... In one way, like, if somebody, like, there's got to be a pin. Because wins and losses count in AEW, correct? Yes. All right, so one way you're motherfuckering um, the Lucha Bros, who are one of the greatest tag teams we've had in the last, you know, 10, 15 years. However... On the other side, you got Jurassic Express, which is one of the most over fucking tag teams. I hate this matchup so much. Yeah, because so, you got to pick one, <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, God damn it! But if you think about it in seeding, it absolutely makes sense because Dark Order would be the one seed, and you know the buy would be the eight seed, and then you would look at the Young Bucks and the uh, Young Bucks as the you would probably go Lucha Bros are two, and Jurassic Look. Express, who doesn't have a winner, would be seven. And then the Young Bucks would be three, and Private Party, who also won a match, would be six. And then the four or five seeds would be Best Friends and SCU, which have both lost. All right, I, I have a problem with Private Party. All right. 
I, I'm sorry. I, I, I have so many thoughts on this tag team okay, you tournament. Know, that, let's hear them, right. sir. All right, Private Party, in my opinion, and I've seen them wrestle, I've seen them work, you know, live and everything. Private Party, in my opinion, which doesn't matter for shit, they're lame-ass fucking street profits. Am I wrong? You are absolutely wrong. And it's funny because they actually talked about that at, uh, they actually talked about that on Wrestling with Stereotypes. On that, uh, oh, did they? Like, stage show that, that, that you know, Street Profits I, I was are, there. Are, I was there for that stage show, motherfucker. And they, and they'll just say, and they say Street Profits are all about swag and they are have nothing to do with swag. And I can honestly say it is very much a subtle difference. You know, it it is. It's like it it is very much a subtle difference, but it, it well, it's funny because they specifically said that they are nothing like the street problems. <laughs> well, well, then tell me what is different about them. Honestly, I, I mean, honestly, I you know I, my biggest they, comparison. Uh, well, fucking private party doesn't carry they, around cops. I mean, honestly, I'm 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 confused. Their character. I'm, I'm perplexed. Their character representation is of two uh, young guys that like the club and uh, like the club and live in the VIP section. There? Yes. Like, uh, but they're, like, who are you talking about right now? Oh, I'm talking about the team you asked me about, Private Party. So, okay, Private Party. All right. Yeah, See. Private Party is more about the uh, the velvet ropes and being backstage and drinking on Henny, you know, expensive drinks, and, you know, mm-hmm. being in that section by themselves. Street profits are more about the streets, as in they are the dudes that's on the corners with the cups, having a good time, and uh, uh, having I, a good I, time. I, all right. So what you're telling me is the difference between private party and street profits is that street pop street profits cannot get into the club, cannot get into the private party that private party is hosting yes. at the club. Yes, because they're more about they're more about God. the drip. They're more about money. They're more about being in being exclusive as opposed to street profits is about having a party with everyone else. So it's very much a different type of it's a different type of thinking, a different type of mentality. But if you faces though. But the most important thing is the private party wrestles closer to the young bucks than street profits are probably closer to our Harlem Heat. Look, I, I doubt your listeners want to hear me try and figure out what the difference is between these two very similar tag teams. And that's what I'm Let's saying. I'm going to say, if you, if, as I say, if you understand the cultures that they're representing, the characters, while it might at face value look similar, they're very, very different. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> it's uh, they are very very different, and they wrestle same com- move set. Dude. They wrestle completely same fucking move same set. same move set. They wrestle completely different. <sighs> I mean, Angelo Dawkins is like boy. a foot taller and hundred pounds heavier. He is a clearly the muscle of the group. Private Party really doesn't have a muscle of their group. Just let let me know whenever we get to talk about Otis and Heavy Machinery. 
Uh, I, that, <laughs> you know, I was going to say, that will never happen on this show. <laughs> <laughs> Ever. <laughs> I, I had my dick out and everything, but we, we're not going to talk about Otis. All right, I'll, I guess I'll just zip up. Yes. Fine. Yeah, I was going to say, that will never, ever happen on my show. All right, moving along. <laughs> yes. So uh, I got a question from the boss, Jeremy Donovan. Uh, he uh, sent in a listener questioner because he does, you know, he's he's down. He listens to our show. He All says, right, let, who let's do you hear think what this is going fucking to... jabron has to ask. All right. Yeah, bring it in, Jeremy. Uh, who, whatever. Who do you think is going to win the tournament? And who do you want to win the tournament? So I'll start with you, Dan. Who do you think is going to win the tournament? The the tag tournament? Yeah, who do you think? Well, I don't want to say that it's going to be the Bucks because I don't think that it would be good optics for them to just, you know, book themselves into a championship. But at the same time, kind of want to see that happen. I desperately hope it's not the Dark Order because nobody can figure this shit out. It, I, I'm not saying they're terrible wrestlers. They're they're decent wrestlers and everything like that. Maybe whenever uh, TV starts happening, we can actually figure out what the fuck they are. Aside from just knowing their old, you know, gimmicks in PWG, you know, you know, Dark Uno, it, 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 you know. All that, really, who I want to win, it's gonna be Jurassic Express. Tell me I'm wrong. Who who do you want to win, and who do you think is going to win, Floyd? I, I want the Lucha Bros to win. They are one of, if not my favorite tag. Well, they're my second favorite tag team in AEW now that uh, Proud and Powerful, a, uh, formerly known as LAX, has shown up. Uh, so uh, I definitely want it to be the Lucha Bros. They're my favorite. They're my favorite tag team. That's who I want it to be. Who I think it's going to be is TDO, aka the Dark Order. I uh, I actually they have a kind of a supernatural gimmick. I like them sticking, even though. This is going to be a sports-based company. I like them sticking with the Supernatural gimmick because I live in the fantasy world as professional wrestling, and I dig Supernatural things. Like, I'm really digging on The Fiend right now in the WWE. So, oh, The Dark Order. I, I, I the need dark, to go on your other fucking show to talk about The Fiend. No, I was going to say The Dark fucking Order God. is the extreme opposite of this. While The Fiend is interesting and compelling the dark order has been looked at as corny and uninteresting and they get what's called go away heat but i like i said i just think that you want to really i always say when i'm booking a tag team division or any championship division i want my first champion to be a heel they're really the only heel tag team in this tournament so that's why i'm going with dark order I, I think I think you'll be right. They'll win as a way to put them over because nobody really understands what the hell they are, and they're great workers. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, let's, let's move on. I was gonna say I, I fucking hate this fucking segment of the show. Let, let's move on. There's on. good. There's good Push supernatural, the and there's hook hokey supernatural. 
yes, and going on with the Dark Order, we had uh, at Zombie Army Craig, Craig Klondike on Twitter. The only part of this that just isn't hitting for me yet is Dark Order. There's been no real explanation of the characters at all, and I haven't seen anything that impressed me so far. Jurassic Express versus Lucia Bros is going to slap, though. Uh, I think our friend Dan agrees with that whole thing right there, right? Well, first off, he has a great name. Perfect fucking name, Dan. He does. Um, I, I, I agree with him. Uh, I, I, I'm sure that, like, you know, you know, mark the time, check it right now, uh, bring it up in two months, back in, like, you know, Thanksgiving or, like, early December or something like that, and I'm sure I'll be eating my words. But I just don't understand the Dark Order. I mean, we were there at, what was it? It, it, it was Double or Nothing. Whenever the Dark Order, you know, Baby. came in. And, and the crowd was chanting, who are you? Who are you? Uh, like, honestly, they're great workers. But get a fucking story. And if and if it really, like, kills... You know, the, the other tag teams, you know, Jurassic Express, fucking Lucha Brothers, fucking the Young Bucks, whoever the fuck, it's like, fine. Make a new star, but make them compelling is what I'm asking out of AEW and the Dark Order. All right. Well, the finals of this tournament will be... Oh, uh, sweet. I, I, I can't wait for this. October 30th in Charleston, West Virginia. So uh, definitely looking forward to that. Uh, the last thing from the show, and we kind of went out of order on what was on Road Wait, do, do, do we have any more emails from no. the fucking Marks? Come I, on. No, I was saying the last thing about the Road 2 show was that they had a, a segment at the beginning from Rio who talked about how she's basically – she didn't think she was good enough to be in AEW. And she says oh. the biggest difference between AEW and Japanese wrestling is the size of the crowds. And she's like, she hopes that Nyla is overlooking her because she is going to bring it and try her hardest to beat Nyla Rose. So, yeah, Rio versus Nyla is going to be fun. Rio is very, very small. Compared, definitely compared to Nyla, so that is going to be. Oh, L small. Yes, yes. So uh, I think I think it'll be an interesting match. It was kind of cool that they, uh, you know, they had the subtitles on there, and you really did get to know Rio a little bit better. Uh, so, do you have any opinion on who you think should win that match, sir? Uh, Rio, hundred <laughs> percent. I love her to death. Yes. Like, like honestly. Yes. Uh, I mean, watch, watch, watch her fucking work. And, um, you know, all respect to Nyla Rose and everything like that. But, I mean, anytime I see Nyla work, it's, you know, it's Nia Jax. It's just, you know, big lumbering female wrestler, but not nearly as good as Awesome Kong has ever been. I, I I want I want um, I want Rio to beat Nyla in the same way that I want Kyrie to beat uh, Shayna Baszler. You know, 
That the end. The the end. Point blank period. I get yeah, you. I full get stop. You. Full stop. <laughs> I get I get you on that. Uh I you know, I me personally, I like Nyla. She's super nice to me. And, you know, I've 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 met her like just in talking and I was like, I think that's I think she should be the face of the division first. I mean, Rio is while she's great, I just don't I mean, I do think you want the face of the women's division at first to be someone to really set the standard. And I think Nyla would. I don't think Rio could be like in a Nyla is someone you could put on TV shows to talk about being the champion and as someone that you can promote. Rio, not really at that point yet to me. So I think as a person trying to get the company name out there, you go with Nyla. I absolutely, I agree as far as like setting the standard. Yeah. Um, I mean, Nyla is going to be a name. Yeah. They, they like, no, if she wins or loses, she's going to be a name. So you can build Nyla as this heel, this big, you know, gigantic heel. And Rio, you know, she chopped down and everything like that and see this big ass matchup where, you know, Rio actually wins and actually makes Nyla, you know, chase the championship. And you can build the championship from that, build Nyla from that. Nyla doesn't need much more building, like, storyline-wise. Nobody knows who Rio is, but it's just like, holy shit, if you give Rio, like, five spots in this big-ass match against Nyla, then fucking hell, you're going to have yourselves a fucking program for the next three months you I mean, like you can, you can build that to january yeah that is true and then have nyla win yeah i just like nyla in washington dc her hometown give the hometown pop well i mean come on man you know how wrestling works i, I know mean, i know how wwe works no 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 this is this wrestling in general you you always you, you stare the lights in your hometown, all right? I've done it, you know, goddamn, how many times I how how many times have I have sold out the fucking farmers market? And I was staring at the lights. Well, like when all your like ma- when all your well, hell, mate. all your matches were in your hometown, though. Well, I mean, I, I I'm a hometown boy. <laughs> so, <Fuck> you, <laughs> so you had to lose. Yeah, I mean, fucking hell, we are all hometown boys. Like, I mean, I'm just saying, there's difference. Lose. She travels I, and wrestles. I, I did. <laughs> I did the job and never got paid for it. Fucking hell. No, it would be kind of cool. I, you know, I. I hope but, so. By the way, tell your boy, fucking Jerry Bostic, the boss. I just got broken up with. I got a. Fucking hardcore match still left in me. I still got a couple. I I got a couple bumps left on the bump card. All right. <laughs> and yes, I know. I said a couple bumps. A bumble cumps. You got a couple bumps left on the bump card. Yeah. Oh, okay. I, I got I got you. But uh, yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, I see Nyla walking out to champion. I'll be happy if that happens. If Rio doesn't, but we're going to get our big, big gigantor AEW. 
T on TNT preview next week. The goal is to have an episode, uh, have a show with either have both Tiffany and Amy on it, or do one with Tiffany, one with Amy, and give you a whole bunch of content. But uh, this is what we've been. This is like we're two weeks. This is what we've been playing for, folks. This is all preseason until October second. <laughs> it's all preseason until October second. That's when it counts. That number is when it counts. So we're looking forward to that. Um, let's see. I think we've covered everything on the rundown. I uh, I had one thing that I was I said I was going to add later. So apparently, there was an AEW on TNT poster out and on the poster it had all the wrestlers and then there was uh you know in the middle you saw brandy uh awesome kong and towards the bottom you saw nyla and i bring this up for this fact um they uh there seem to be people complaining about a diversity issue in all elite wrestling i that's what i woke up to like I had already decided what was going to be on this show last night at one o'clock. I think that my last thing was edited at one o'clock in the morning when I finished editing the show. And then I like, seriously, I woke up like to this big long thread about diversity in wrestling. And I'm like, what? Uh, Cause to me as a person that is very close to the elite universe. And this is where I tried mm. to, this is why I tried to backtrack. But as a person that's very close to the league rumors, I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? They probably, with a per wrestler count, they probably have the most diverse roster, most diverse roster in wrestling. And uh, so I, I went through and I read it because I really, really wanted to make sure that I was commenting on the correct way before commenting. You know what I mean? Sometimes. Old Floyd, old, sometimes old Floyd talks before he thinks. I do that quite a bit, actually. Floyd, uh, you're the proper person propagating pro wrestling. Yes. So sometimes I talk before I think. And I was like, so I, I looked and I saw everybody's opinions and points of view. It was a lot of comments. I saw over 100 comments. And I came to the conclusion is, your people are full of shit. And what? I mean, okay. So, like, I oh, did. All right, I got it. I got to hear this. I'm, I'm settling down, Floyd. All right, you're just now finding out that wrestling fans online are full of shit. Not, not our great listeners or anything like you know, that. No, 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 no. It's just like I, I'm looking at it and I'm like, I'm not an angry or aggressive person or at all. But it actually made me aggressively angry because we're looking at the roster and I'm like, okay, a person of color, you know, and I'm like, I'm not not talking about black. I'm like, you you, you know, you got to go into PLC. So I look at the owner of AEW, the actual owner, Shahid Khan. Shahid Khan, owner of the Jacksonville Jaguars, his son, Tony Khan. Yes. The yeah. last time I checked, they're persons of, persons of color, right? Yeah. 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 So, I, oh, okay. All right. So we look at the EVPs. The company is called All Elite Wrestling, and unfortunately, everyone in the elite is white. So, 
You you can't really go away from that. Cody, Kenny, and the Bucks, the EVPs are white. Well, 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 hold on a second. Uh, the executive president of branding is I was just going to say chief brand chief brand officer of the yeah, company, yeah, yeah. That, the person that, that manages the relationships with uh, Culture City and has did a lot of branding for the company is an African-American woman. The, mm-hmm. uh, yes. The main event of their first women's title is Nyla Rose, who is definitely a person of color. They have pushed in, in all the pictures. They've had two pay-per-views. The biggest tag team match has been Young Bucks versus who? Uh, Dan, could you answer that for me? Uh, that'd be Lucha Bros. And Lucha Bros are what, Dan? Hispanic. Which are people of color. So uh, this, it, not, yeah. not just Hispanic. <laughs> yes. Triple A tag team champions, which Triple yes. A is a the the Mexican uh, promotion. Yes. So I'm like, okay, so there's people of color. Private party is pushed often. Is pushed as a uh, the next major tag team. They are people of color, and I mean I could go through this again because I don't. But I don't want to be like I'm counting the people of color on my hand. But the people are in featured spots that are people of color. Samuel Guevara, a Hispanic person, is yeah. in literally the first match in. Uh, AEW on TNT or Dynamite history. He will be in the first match. Now, yep. now, and I was like, so w- what representation are you not talking about? Are you talking about the main event pitcher? Well, I, okay, that's cool. But that, I mean, that's fine. There is probably a lack of, there is a lack of representation in the main event pitcher. But it's everywhere else. I'm just like, and this company is nine months old this is not a company that's been around since 1979 and just like uh you know and just started putting the titles on african-american people in the last decade no (laughs) the last 20 years or whatever no this is a they're nine months old and they said they will be diverse. They even have a shirt that says AEWs for everyone. And that is not just, oh, that is not just African Americans or people of color. That is not uh, based on uh, sexuality. It's not based on if you have any sorts of handicaps. AED, bring, bring, it, bring it in. Sensory. It, fucking hell. Yeah, it is for everyone. AEW has been very clear that it is trying to be for everyone. What I did ask, I I, I talked to this person on Twitter, and I was like, well, since AEW started in January, have there been any, you know, high-level male people of color stars that you could push to the front? And we both like, no, they all signed. They all signed with the WWE. <laughs> Scorpio Sky in SCU is featured. You know, he is featured. Yeah. He is a big he, part of he, his, he SCU. He puts up the shows. Yeah. Yes, he's a big part of this. And they have said plenty of times in interviews that SC, uh, Scorpio Sky is the future of this company. Now, like I, like I said, are they perfect? 
No, maybe. No, but is any company perfect? But they definitely don't have a lack of diversity problem. And if, like I said, if you think that you are just looking for a problem, but guess what? Two, 12 days from now, Dynamite comes on. Watch the TV show. Fucking shit on it if you want to. Hate the show. You'll have plenty to hate. And you know what? You could probably come up with actual real reasons to hate them. But don't make up reasons. Don't come with this fake crap of lack of diversity. I'm like, dude, Brandy, Brandy is seriously featured at every press conference. And it's not just because she's married to Cody. She is featured. Awesome Kong. I mean, she, I know people that are like, oh, the, uh, the girl from Glow is going to be on this show. I'm watching now. She's a draw. That's why she's on the poster. And that's why she's in the middle of the poster. Because she's a draw. So I uh, please believe you can, uh, as, uh, Damon, as Damon from uh, the Super J-Cast says, show says, and I didn't even know what this meant, you can get right up the street with that crap. So, And I will let you know, if you come at any of my people, any of my people... That with this kind of crap, I will be the first in front because I really don't like it. Because I really don't like it. Because you, just because, just because you don't happen to be a person of color, don't mean you can't count. And you can see the representation on this roster. And you know what? There will be more representation on this roster as people from other companies become free agents and the ability to sign. But right now, there are, and this is a great time to be a wrestler, there are a lot of people signed. So, you know what? AEW couldn't just say, you know, Moose, I know you got a contract with Impact, but you're going to come wrestle for us. They get sued for that shit. So, wait a minute. Give this team, uh, give this company a few shows, a few months to get their legs up under them and then decide what they are. I absolutely love what you said. I mean, and I I completely agree. I mean, AEW has, you know, cis white men. They have Hispanic, you know, luchas. They have dinosaurs, for Christ's sake. They have a tiny little kid man named Marco Stunt, who I'm still not sure should be wrestling, but, you know, whatever. They have Salt of the Earth. They have women. They have Joshis. They have everything that you could ever want. If you are an actual wrestling fan, and you've been complaining on the internet for years about WWE, then yes, this is the show that you should watch. Tell me I'm wrong. It, 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 if I'm wrong, all right. I, I'm Danik Mepressive on Twitter. Fucking blow my shit up. I don't care. All yeah. right. You're correct. I'm correct. If you want good fucking wrestling, watch AEW Dynamite. Yes. So, uh, I don't generally do this, but I am at Floyd Johnson Jr. on Twitter. You then you can follow the show page at at 
Elite Pod. Uh, Dan just gave you his information, and you can follow on those. And I, I report information if you have any questions or anything. Come, you know what? I love a good conversation, but don't come with a closed mind. If you come with a closed mind, why even have a conversation? You've already made your decision. A, a, a closed mind and a fucking decision. Yeah, <laughs> it's like you've already come. Like with people it. just want to fucking argue about wrestling all the fucking time on the internet. That's why. Wrestling Twitter and wrestling like online, it, it gets such a bad rap. Yeah, uh, it's so fucking toxic. Yeah, dude. I you mean... know, just come and fucking chat. We are in the best state of wrestling in the last twenty years. Enjoy the shit out of it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've said this before. Twitter is the best place in the world. And it's the worst place in the world. <laughs> and it's everything in between. Twitter is real life. So when people are like, wow, God, I hate Twitter. Yeah, you just kind of hate real life. Because <laughs> you know what? You get just as many vast opinions out there. You know what? There's someone out there that thought Avengers Endgame sucked. Tell you know me. what? Uh, <laughs> that what? should tell you everything you need to know. <laughs> Like we wrapping up, mate? Yes, we are wrapping up. Let, let me get in my uh, reads. All right, Casper Mattress. Yeah, if you've ever wanted to sleep on a cloud, Casper Mattress. Use the use the code ATE Elite, and you won't get anything. But really, we're trying to get some you know free mattresses out of that. Same with Stamps.com, Floyd. Thank you so much for bringing me back on the pod. It's been absolute pleasure, mate. Yeah, Dan, I love your energy. Uh, you uh, seriously, you're like to a point. You're kind of like Roddy Piper when they have it on the show. I don't ever know where you're gonna go. I love it. <laughs> Most of the time, I have to press mute because I'm laughing so hard at you just going off on one of your tangents. And I love I, that. I shit. have one goddamn <laughs> hell of a Roddy Piper impression. I'm not gonna subject your great listeners do that you know you may well put it on a patreon you can get uh a dan rube patreon rot roddy piper impression if you subscribe to five dollars on patreon floyd you have a patreon right i do not have a Patreon. son of a bitch yes, all right yes <laughs> you can't paypal me five dollars we'll that out you, later you can paypal me five dollars if you want uh but uh thank you for listening today uh Remember again, whatever, uh, whatever podcast app you have, you know, I'm talking, you know, Google. I'm talking. Uh, I guess it's Android podcast, uh, Apple podcast, uh, Spreaker, Podbean, whatever you are. Please make sure you're following Social Suplex. Uh, there's some great shows on the Social Suplex, including Keeping It Strong Style on One Nation Radio. I am not ignoring the other ones. I'm just kind of wrapping up. But I want to remind. Hey Floyd, yes. hey Floyd, why don't you tell them about that great deal you can get if you use the code Social Suplex? Yes, uh, remember I've already told them about that. But remember, yes, well, definitely. Hell. Yes, well, go, tell them again. Yes, go to Power this long. Go, go to powerslam.tv and get that. But I just want to remind you, whether it's home, work, or school, always do your best to be elite.
What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today.